Hello there. I'm so happy that you decided to join me for my morning coffee. My name is Megan Buggy of Megan and Company, and I help entrepreneurs build their business through digital advertising. I primarily focus on Facebook and Instagram ads, landing pages, and course creation. I know your time is valuable and life is busy. So I'm creating mini podcasts each week to share different topics with you for inspiration and to help you grow. Hey guys, we have Christine Liu with us today. Um, She is with CL Designs and she also has a podcast. I'm going to let her um, tell you a little bit about her business. Um, she has a long background, uh, with this. So I'm super excited to have her here. Um, so Christine, tell us all about yourself and, um, your business. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Megan, first of all, for having me on here. I'm so excited to dive in today. And I am Christine Liu. I am the expert behind CL Designs and the Brand Party podcast. So with CL Designs, I help purpose-driven businesses create cohesive branding, website design, social content, uh, marketing collateral to really help you increase your impact in your sales. And with Brand Party, if you're looking for fun, honest, actionable tips that you can implement right away in your entrepreneurial journey, then definitely come over and uh, continue the after party over there. But otherwise, it's definitely been a journey along the way. And so I can take you along for the ride if you're interested. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So rewinding about 10 years ago now, I had originally started off with a product-based business called In Lieu Of. So very much a fun spinoff of my last name and just in lieu of what I needed at that point in my life. And it was a whole slew of things when I was like 19, 20 years old, just trying to figure life out and what I wanted to do as a creative uh, at first too, and just falling in love with like design merch, band merchandise in particular too, and kind of graphic design was a route for me. But through In Lieu Of, I had done different trade shows and stuff like that and kind of got to dip my toes into entrepreneurship for the first time for a few years. Uh, this is pre-drop shipping days and all that, but otherwise fell in love with really getting to know startups a little bit more intimately and getting to do 360, but not having the responsibility of owning my own business necessarily. So I didn't actually think that I was going to become my own boss again necessarily. And from that point, upon graduating from my graph, uh, bachelor's of graphic design, I had worked for some corporate companies, uh, getting a quote unquote real job, as they say, and basically ended up at Rogers Media Publishing for working on brands like Walmart, Sportsnet, MLSE, McLean's, uh, everything in between in the editorial world. And then I found myself at CBC Music, working as a graphic designer and digital associate producer uh, for a period of time too, interviewing artists like Jan Arden, Sarah McLaughlin, everything like that. So it was really my 16-year-old dream job if you had asked me back then. And you know, it seems really shiny at first and especially starting in lieu of as well. It was actually at a very tough point in my life too, having gone through like a few different uh, losses in my life um, with people close to me. So it really 
shifted this perspective of why I wanted to dive into my own thing to begin with. And at that point too, after working at CBC, I had been freelancing for about five plus years at that point. And just sustainably as one human, <laughs> I had to choose, right? Whether to continue along climbing the that corporate ladder or to trade it in and climb it for mountains around the world and to start steel designs full time. And obviously you can <laughs> figure out what choice I went with back then. So about three years later now, I've been doing it full time helping purpose-driven businesses and just learning that big companies didn't always mean big impact that I wanted to create in the world. That's amazing. Um, you definitely have this huge shiny background, but it must be so satisfying to be able to do it for yourself and to like really grow your own business because you were growing everybody else's and now you've got something of your own. Yeah, it's really fulfilling in that way, as I'm sure you and like all the listeners tuning in can relate to. And, you know, my family, like they're immigrants as well to Canada. And this type of work ethic is so embedded in my upbringing, but also that my grandparents actually on my mom's side, they owned a restaurant actually growing up. So being able to see like how they interact with customers on a regular basis and, you know, pour so much heart and compassion into their community is something that I feel like has really served me well in the process uh, that I didn't necessarily think would translate uh, later on in my life. <laughs> it's funny how the things growing up um, have such a big impact on the, the way that you do things, right? And like, you don't even think about it, but it's like, I always tell this um, to people that are just starting out. They're like, well, I don't have any skills. You would be surprised at the skills that you have that you don't even know that you have, right? So... Yeah, I always tell my clients too, I'm like, you know what, the things that you are doing so second nature to you is actually very mind blowing to other people. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, so tell us like, um, your main focus in your business, like what is your favorite part of the business? There's so many things, right? But I would say really looking holistically at things is definitely my bread and butter in terms of looking at branding design as a whole, because I feel like that's where the synergy happens and that also debunking like this buzzword of consistency a little bit, I know is going around very frequently and very, it has a bad rep sometimes. So I want to debunk it a little bit in terms of, uh, as a creative, especially I've learned to detach from it a little bit more and learn that it's maybe not always about consistency. Of course, like repetition is really great in terms of building that brand familiarity, that trust that you always hear about to that factor. But ultimately I feel like as a creative, it's a lot about discipline because as an entrepreneur out there, there's days that you just wake up and you don't want to do the thing sometimes or like check off some things on your to-do list or, you know, show up online when you just want a rest day really, or just to be human, uh, living in a pandemic and processing certain things that are going on. So I feel like for me, it's really about a lot more discipline versus consistency that comes along with that creativity bug. Oh, I like that. Um, so what is the number one tip that you can give <laughs> my listeners, um, when starting your own business? You know, this is a lesson that I'm constantly learning too. I think two come to mind if yeah. you don't mind me. Oh, sharing. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of them is definitely that 
you are your best self when you're well rested. And this is even more true now than ever. I feel like during the pandemic that you're realizing how important this like self-compassion is. So on those days that you're feeling a little rough, uh, I would say just make sure that you're taking time to rest because likely the things that you're doing in your business, they can actually wait a little moment and it will actually better serve you and your clients or customers in the long run. And the second one I would say is, this is easier said than done, but just trust the process uh, as well. And that you don't need to be in a rush. If this is something that you want to do long term, you will inevitably get there to your success as per your like work ethic, your dedication, uh, your drive, like all the things that make you you as your superpower. So just trust that the process is happening in its own right and just keep showing up for yourself and for your business. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, I think a lot of people, it's funny cause you go through the Facebook groups and everything and you see people like, um, talking about working 24 seven and stuff like that, but that's not like, you're going to burn out and that's not why people started businesses, right? Like they started businesses to have the freedom, the flexibility and to have something of their own. But if you're doing it 24 seven and you're not taking that minute to rest, you're doing nobody a favor. (laughs) I always say too, I come back to this so often because I try to remind myself this exactly when I had taken that leap of faith from my corporate job. And I try to remind myself that I didn't quit my nine to five to work 24 seven. And so, yeah, I, I definitely relate with what you're saying, Megan. And I'm sure a lot of us could just take that permission a little bit more. If you need to pause this episode and take a breather and let that sink in a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I know. Uh, I just, I don't think enough of us do it. Um, it's all about like hitting that next level, but you can still um, mm-hmm. reach your goals by taking care of yourself. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, I do want to share too, because actually uh, in 2021, so that was like just hitting three years, uh, two, three years in my business. And I actually decided to take a month off uh, with my partner in Europe for a month where he's from. And so that was like the first time ever, I think, in my life that I had taken that much time off in my like adult life anyways, uh, let alone in my business. And it was frightening. I'm not going to lie. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it either, but it was like my best year in sales. It was my best like health year. Generally, I would say like, I just felt a lot more in sync or like in flow with how things were going. And like you're mentioning you, those things can both coexist together with rest and success that you see for the version of yourself that it doesn't need to be two completely separate things. Absolutely. Um, now question did you actually turn off for the month or were you still doing stuff as you went along it's a work in progress yeah I would say it's definitely (laughs) something that I want to continue doing because it it feel like it really served me really well uh as scary as it still is uh having done it but at the same time I told myself I would check in with my emails like once a week uh for like super super pressing matters but thankfully like I had planned ahead of time that I want to take this good chunk off that I had my autoresponder on there was uh my current clients were you know well taken care of that they knew what the timelines were like for projects or if people were interested then they would book in for September so that was kind of nice to come back to also knowing that there was stuff coming down the pipeline also for some reassuring uh you know 
plans to pay your bills and whatnot along the way too. Absolutely. Now, in terms of marketing, um, because that's like your thing, um, what are some tips that you can give our listeners to help grow their business? Yeah, I would say, especially when you're starting out, like this is probably the most integral part of growing your business or stage anyway. So there's a lot of influence that can happen at this stage too. So don't discredit that whatsoever. I would say that especially when you're competing for the same pool of money for other businesses out there in your industry, this is going to be really integral to step into that branding and marketing, especially uh, because people are craving connection more than ever. The digital landscape is changing uh, and evolving, especially coming hopefully out of the pandemic. I like to say optimistically. (laughs) And (laughs) so this way, you know, it is, just naturally a lot more saturated than it used to be because people are pivoting and adapting to that digital presence. So I would say to really help stand out in terms of your marketing, you want to be able to show up in a really integral way that can actually truly connect with people. So getting really clear on looking holistically at things. So I like to look at three different pillars typically for brands. So number one being your internal. So this is very much around like who is that dream client or customer that you want to work with, getting really clear of what their challenges are, their pain points, as people might say, or uh, this will help better serve what creative solutions you have to offer, but also like the strategy behind it, because I'm a true believer. You don't need to be everywhere and anywhere uh, like to make things work either. So get really intentional about where you're actually showing up based on the time and effort that you actually have. Yeah. And the second piece being the external portion. So this is very much like your visual communication. So a lot of those branding elements that you see, the identities out there, uh, your logo is a big portion of it, color palette, mood board. What is that overall look and feel that you really want to encompass when people land? And then number three, that's often missing too, is experiential. So, you know, especially with translating that online to your website, social media, wherever they might find you, but making sure that it's cohesive, but ultimately too, that it's reflective of your values perhaps too. So for example, if one of your values is transparency, just like mine, then perhaps you are going to share that experientially through uh, your prices on your website, for example. So there are really subtle ways that you can incorporate this, or even if you have a product-based business, like what does that look like when you're delivering that package and it's being mailed out to your customer, right? What does that feel like when they open it up to really make sure that it's memorable? So it's all about feelings. I, I would think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a true believer in, um, you hear it all the time, but that people will buy the person, not mm. the product or not the service, right? Like they need your services, but they buy it because you're you and because you have that unique something that they want. Right. It sounds cheesy to say out loud, right? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Even to hear it. Yeah. It's so true. And I think the more that you step into it, and I think that's where the power of design and marketing is, because when you figure out like that color palette that uh, is able to best communicate that feeling of who you are and what you have to deliver, it just feels 200% you. And there's a different type of like identity and confidence that comes along with it. I've been reading Atomic Habits recently, actually, Mm -hmm. as well. And it talks about like identity based habits and 
because my brain's always thinking about branding and design, <laughs> I unrelated fact that, you know, people, a lot of my clients, even they have gone through this identity shift when we do either brands from scratch or they're going through a rebrand after a few years and some things have changed in their business, whether it's, you know, perhaps they are wanting to charge a more premium uh, rate or they want to have a different type of target audience that they had served previously. So there's major shifts that are happening. Um, I definitely recommend kind of revisiting your branding in that sense um, and how it's being marketed, but also that this identity that shifts is that you start to believe in yourself and like you have the tools and resources to be able to back up that identity as well in a really professional, incredible way to exude it externally um, and internally in that sense from a personal perspective. And, you know, seeing my clients be able to even switch from charging like their hourly rate after working in their business for four years to a values-based project rate and closing clients that pay in full or like one of my other clients she just started out as well as a coach and she had just closed her first like six month uh, coaching client who paid in full no questions asked also and it's like those moments that really solidify the power that it can have in your own business yeah um and then in terms of branding, like how often do you recommend that people take a look at their branding? I would say usually every year or so, it's a great time to audit and see what things are, could be like doubled down and improved um, as well. But I would say if you have those identifiers for like a new target audience that you're working with, uh, or you're looking to charge a higher premium or like attract a certain type of person that hasn't necessarily been coming in the past, then I think that's a really great time to look for opportunities there as well of what can be tweaked a little bit further to help optimize that. But also if you have a big launch coming up, perhaps it's a good time to revisit before you put it out into the world too with all that effort. Yeah. Um, so when you um, mentioned before you had a podcast, um, where can they listen to your podcast? Yeah, so basically Apple Podcasts or Spotify is probably the most primary one. Otherwise, it can be found wherever podcasts can be listened to. Okay, so you're everywhere then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, if you're interested, I can share how the podcast uh, came about because I think it'll be an interesting marketing journey also actually for listeners tuning in absolutely so i'm sure you can relate if you're tuning into this that as a creative as a business owner i wanted my work to speak for itself i did not want to show my face uh let alone talk about my journey my story uh i had to go through some of my own internal like affirmations to be able to show up in the way that i do now and it's been a journey it still is but also you know identifying that when I did show my face or shared more vulnerable portions that it really did connect with people on a different level and it was undeniable. So acknowledging that I had decided to challenge myself on Instagram uh, about a year and a half, two years ago now to basically show up on Instagram lives for 30 days straight minus weekends because, you know, I'm all about healthy boundaries here, <laughs> but <laughs> Otherwise, uh, throughout Monday to Friday, I decided that whether I showed up for two minutes or 20 minutes, I was 
my intention anyways was to show up with value for my audience and my community. And that still remains true today. But I would say it's definitely difficult. Sometimes you're just like talking to a black void on your phone during those lives. Sometimes there was like a really plethora of people eventually. So like, again, trust that process a little bit too. And in what you're doing. Um, and I promise like those people will come, the right people will show up and value that. And along the way I had done it for the 30 days. I pulled my audience. If this is something that they would like to continue together and, at that point, it actually turned into five more months of weekly lives. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So at that point, I had six months of content basically generated and created and decided to pull my audience again. So market research being super, super valuable in the process. And, you know, people just like to be a part of something bigger than themselves, you know, and making sure that you feel listened and heard at the end of the day, understood. Ultimately, I feel like is what people really want in terms of the marketing world. It will help just refresh your perspective of humanity, I feel like, <laughs> as well, <laughs> ultimately. And it helps serve me in the long run, you know. So at that six-month point, I asked them if they would prefer to show up for a live or for a podcast. And pretty unanimously, majority had mentioned a podcast. And so I decided to uh, test out a beta season of nine episodes uh, while I was, like, wrapping up for holidays, went through, like, a personal health scare, like, just doing everything as a one-person army, essentially, just to see what would happen. And here we are, like, <laughs> you know, one and a half years later. That's amazing. Um, it's so funny to hear people's stories and how they get started in things because people really, like, when you're starting it, you're like, oh, they have this, they have that. But things just come. Like, they come, right? Like, um, mm -hmm. I've only been in business for a year and a half, like, fully, like, my own business. But, like, I'm the same as you. I was like, I want to help people. I want to get information out there. Yeah. I'm just going to start a podcast. Like, it's not like you go in and it's, like, all this, like, all this, like, pre-planning thinking, like, okay, it's like you take it one step at a time. And then, like, these little moments happen that help you to grow and to continue your business, right? So it's not as intimidating starting a business as people think it is. It can be super scary if you don't know what you're doing, but, <laughs> but like, you know, you start and it's like, like you've done, like so many other people do, you grow and like you add on, right? So mm -hmm. yeah, uh, exactly. Eat the frog and <laughs> I mean the joy, the money, it will all come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really hope that other people will try this 30 day challenge. I think <laughs> that everyone should do this. Like that is so amazing. And then two is like, like you said, some days people won't show up, but eventually you hit your right target, right? So it's the same with marketing anything. It's just when you're not live on, on your phone, you're not seeing that nobody's showing up really until you see the analytics later, right? But like, <laughs> it's, yeah, that's, you just keep, like, it's like you, you repeat, 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 and people will come, right? But if you do nothing, you're not growing. Yeah, so you can't blame the algorithm, sorry to say, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need to put in some effort here if you're looking to reap the rewards ultimately. Yeah. Um, I absolutely loved having you here today. Um, and I'm sure some of our listeners would like to get in touch with you or follow you. So where are you most active and how can people get in touch with you? 
yeah, if you want to continue the conversation, then definitely uh, feel free to reach out at christineldesigns.com or I'm usually hanging out on Instagram as well. So come follow along, especially if you are doing that 30 day challenge that Megan has put out for you, then like tag us because I would love to see what you create. So come find me at underscore C-L-I-E-U or at Brand Party Podcast. Awesome. Uh, I'm going to link all of your stuff down in the show notes so that people can find you easier. Um, and I'd really love to have you back again sometime. So um, thanks again for being on the show. Thanks, Megan. Join me for my morning coffee every Thursday morning where I will discuss all things entrepreneurship, marketing, and how to succeed online. I can't wait for you to join me next Thursday.